0: Well, hello there, Wilmington, and welcome to another episode of Members Spotlight. I'm Lisa Kapala, and we have with us today our board president, Steve Sabunjan. Did I get it right? You did, Lisa. So many years being together, I finally got it right. So we're going to talk about how you got involved with WCTV.
1: Okay. So I do have to preface this by saying I'm a child of the golden era of TV. Uh, I used to get up every morning on Saturday morning and and look at the black and white TV and watch the test patterns come on until the cartoons came on on Saturday morning. Nice. And then um, I fell in love with television. Uh, I went to a college called Graham Junior College. It was in Kenmore Square and spent two years uh, learning television at the time.
0: Wow. Uh, I did not know that about you.
1: And um, after I le- left out with a two-year degree, I ended up volunteering at, at Channel 2 at the time. Uh, i still there. Um, and um, I volunteered working on a few shows that they were experimenting with. Like, wow. Way to Get Off in Boston. Uh, the Victory Garden was one oh, of sure, the Oh, sure, The Victory Garden, yeah. I remember that. And again, I was volunteering at the time when they were on Western Ave. And um, um, that's where I really fell in love with the video at the time. Um, then there was a, a video workshop that was located in the old movie theater in Watertown Square, and um, I realized that the people I was working with were all either had graduate degrees or uh, doctorates in communication. Where was I going to get with a two-year degree? Interesting. So I ended up um, going back to college, communications, UMass Amherst, and when I get out, I met my wife. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, And so I worked in TV for a little while, um, but I was traveling too much and finally said, you know, unless you can bring me into the studio, I just don't wanna travel, I wanna, I'm a newlywed and wanna spend some time with my wife. And there was nothing for me, so I went into a whole new different career. Um, And then all of a sudden, moved to Wilmington in 1980, 82, and then cable became a, a, a viable solution for me, my outlet of being able to do some things in television.
0: Wow. I never knew all that about yeah, you. All yeah. this time we've been friends and I didn't know that about you. So your first uh, taste of WCTV, what did you actually do? Now, that probably would have been when we were at the Swain School,
1: Most right? definitely, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, again, I, I, like everybody else, we were all really testing the waters of the peg. What was it all about? What, it, what were we doing? Right. I and mean, back then we were using Taped reel to reel, portable equipment. Amazing. Black and white, if I recall. Yes. No color. Yes. And, um, you know, we were doing anything and everything that was possible. And I think we were only on the air maybe about two or three hours a day, if that much at the time. Right. And, um, and then we, I got involved with politics. Uh, I uh, ended up being on a couple of local town uh, committees. And then I fell in love with doing the town elections. And that's really where I got my bug for doing in-studio and uh, a remote um, shoots. And we did some early, early um, um, town elections. Uh, we did town debates. Um, and they were nothing like the professional job that we now see right, right. here at, at the station. But back then... It was ways of the community to get to know the candidates and get to get to the the results because you usually had to wait till the next day on the paper. There was no Internet back then. So, you know, this was one of the few outlets that people could get the results right away.
0: Okay. So you make an interesting point there as to how much cable access has changed. How do you feel people's perception of cable access has changed? You know, when cable access began, I think it was sort of viewed, we've talked about this before, as a Wayne's World kind of situation. You know, people volunteer volunteering, kind of shoddy. But actually, the production value now, I say it rivals regular television, commercial television, if you will. So how do you feel the perception has changed
1: I think people expect more from their local PEG stations or access stations, and rightfully so. Um, This is their station. They pay for it in their monthly uh, Comcast or Verizon bill. Right. Uh, We're not subsidized by any other uh, way other than uh, people's um, PEG uh, payments to to the cable stations or cable uh, uh, outlets. Right. Um, So this is their station, and rightfully so. They expect us to be able to bring in information to them, whether it be town government um what I have seen grow quite a bit is the amount of activities, especially for uh, the children of the town. Right. I mean, we do everything from Little League Parade uh, to now we're doing the, the, the weekly high school football games. Five years ago, we weren't, we weren't even thinking we could do that. But with the talented individuals that we now have here at the station, it's amazing what we're bringing to all the sports, all the politics, cooking shows. Who ever thought in the right. 80s we would be... Be doing cooking shows and book clubs and award-winning book clubs yes. uh, from from what we've seen over the years,
0: right? And even podcasting, which is kind of what we're doing right now. The technology has advanced too; the ability to do things easier and the ease of use for the volunteers and the members has changed as well. So you brought up how we get our funding here at WCTV is through the payments that folks make to their cable uh, providers, mm-hmm. Verizon or Comcast. What do you think about people cutting the cord and how that affects WCTV?
1: Well, it's certainly disappointing. Um, you, but you can understand—you know—people are looking for a way to to, to save money, just like uh, any other business. People have to save money in their in their in their personal lives. Uh, there is a, a movement out there by by board of directors of many of the PEG stations in Massachusetts that has gone to the the state house looking to see if we can get. Funding through people cutting the cord and and, and using the streaming system right. as a funding method for the local stations. You know, one thing I do want to tell you, um, I was always pleased that we had a a podcast a pass. Capabilities here, Mm. you know. We don't view meaning the board does not view us as just a a cable outlet. We now consider us a media outlet, right? And you know, we encourage people to come in and do podcasts. We encourage people to take equipment out and do uh, events that are interesting to the community, as well as in studios. So we're always looking for innovative ways of doing other type of mediums so that we can communicate to the uh, to the community out there.
0: And creating value for the public. That's really what it's all about. Most definitely. So when did you become board president? You went from kind of being in the trenches as a volunteer and member, Mm -hmm. and then you joined the board, and now you're the president.
1: Well, my dear friend George Breslin uh, said, come on, I want to take you out for a drink. So we went to Rocco's, had a couple drinks, and he said, well, my real reason to get here is that I'm president of the WCTV on the board. And he says, I want you on it. So we mulled it over. He gave me 24 hours, and I agreed to come on the board. I think it's now five years I've been on the board. Um, And then last year I was elected to president. I served as treasurer for a number of years, uh, and uh, I'm now serving my first term as president of the organization. I can tell you right now, I would have told you there's no way I'm going to be president of the organization. Well, it's like a lot of things that you do until you have an opportunity to do it. You don't know what pleasure you get from Um, some of the things that you do here. I can tell you one of the best nights I ever had here is when I came to uh, organization night last fall Mm -hmm. and um, a couple women or a couple mothers I should say came up to me and told me how their kids absolutely enjoy our uh, summer program that we put on and our uh, program for for, uh, youth here and it gives the youth a chance to experience what it means to come in and play with cameras, direct, uh, even produce some shows. Certainly, I never had that opportunity. Maybe my life would have been a little bit different, and I would have stayed in this career path uh, that I decided to leave when I first got married. But it's it's a great opportunity, and I encourage families to encourage their children to take opportunity, because this is why we're here.
0: Right. And so actually, in your life, you've really come full circle, because you really started in television, and here you
1: I, I most certainly Back have. Back it again. I most certainly have, and it's been a pleasure uh, being able to work with the board of directors, the staff here, as well as the volunteers. I mean, uh, not enough can be said about the volunteers. Um, the, the, uh, they're not being funded in any way. They're not being subsidized, but they're here on a, on a regular basis helping us put on election night coverage, helping us do debates, doing their own producing of shows, which is very important.
0: Okay, what do you feel is next for WCTV or for you as president of the board? What are we looking to next for the future?
1: I certainly want to um, inform the public that that with people cutting the cord, we are seeing a, 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 a huge decrease in our funding right. year over year. Uh, I can tell you, uh, it's anywhere from. 2 to 5% depending on when you look at uh, when you look at it over the last 4 years and we've tried to as a board and especially as a finance and treasurer uh try to make sure that we could keep the station quality the best that we can with the shortfall that we're seeing in funding. Right. Um, uh, right now, if you asked me this question even five years ago, I would have said, oh, we've, we're, we're okay. It's no big deal. Money's coming in hand over fist. Not anymore. So now the the, the job of the board and my job is keep things running the way they are, yes. making sure the community is happy with the, with the quality that they have. I can tell you that uh, going forward, that it's going to be Uh, difficult the way we're seeing uh, funding cut.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of nonprofits are experiencing that, but cable access is a little different because it could reach extinction if we're not careful. Um, And we don't want to, nobody wants to see that. Certainly not the staff, but nobody wants to see that because once it's gone, there's no getting it back. And I think most people aren't informed enough to know that when they cut the cord, it has a ripple effect to us. So I think getting the word out about that is going to be crucial.
1: And and again, the board is looking at alternative measures of funding, grants, right. maybe doing uh, townwide uh, fundraising. Um, Sponsorship uh, sp- opportunities. Exactly. Sure. If I could encourage any of the businesses in town that would love to be able to support a organization, there's many worthy organizations in this town that could, could use funding. But um, I think that the ripple effect that this station would have if it were to go off the air, um, it, it, the way it would affect other um, organizations, Relay for Life,
0: right, uh, right. All,
1: the, all the other uh, non-profitable organizations that sure. we support would be pretty hard to replace.
0: And our youth as well, too. Exactly. And also even sharing with the community all of the little sports that don't usually get coverage. Like we had badminton covered this time around. Mm-hmm. We've covered tennis. you know, So all of those little things that you don't really think about until they're gone is what we're really talking about.
1: And again, the, we would love to be able to cover everything in town, and that that's our goal. Um, I think we're on the road to getting there. But, again it, it's sometimes a little difficult and and I'm not just hoping that we don't have to make some hard choices because of uh, right. funding
0: all right anything final you would like to tell our listeners before I send you on your merry little way to keep doing the good things you're doing
1: <laughs> well first of all thank you Lisa for for everything that you've done over the years sure. I mean no problem. The, over the what the, how many years have you 11 been in years it? last week 11 years last week okay <laughs> I mean you know um, again, the entire staff, but uh, um, someone – are you the longest-running employee? I don't think so. I think Ron runner?
0: and Don and okay. probably Mary. Okay. And Tom Pizzerra okay. also. Okay. Yeah.
1: But, again, it's uh,
0: – And that says a lot about our corporation, too, that ex- we've had a lot of folks that have stayed on and have grown with us, and that's important, exactly.
1: too. Exactly. Yeah. And I can encourage people to, you know, let their voices be known. Let us know what they are looking for. Yes. And if there's any way that we can improve, we'd love to hear it
0: wonderful. Well, you've been listening to Member Spotlight here at WCTV. I want to thank Steve Sabunjan and remind you to tune in again soon for Member Spotlight. Thanks for listening.